The Force is with you, young Skywalker. But you are not a Jedi yet. My powers have doubled since the last time we met Count. Hey! Suffering. Death! dark side of the force is a pathway to many abilities some consider to be unnatural. I will be the most powerful Jedi ever. It's all Obi-Wan's fault. He's jealous. He's holding me back. You don't know the power of the dark side. I must obey my master. These aren't the droids you're looking for. Aren't the droids we're looking for? Master Skywalker, there are too many of them. What are we going to do? Help me, Obi Wan Kenobi. Do my only help. Hello there. Fear is the path to the dark side. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. I, 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 Welcome, ladies, gentlemen, boys, girls, Jedi, Sith, Mandalorians, and everybody else to another edition of the New Force Order. For life podcast, we are a Star Wars podcast, and if you have not realized that by now, sunshine, we're gonna make you walk the plank, you dumb <laughs> son of a bitch! <laughs> Ding! I'm gonna count all the pirate references tonight. We're gonna make. <laughs> I am. One half of your hosts tonight on the New Force Order podcast. I am a professional wrestler, multi-time champion from a galaxy far, far away. Current champion in two promotions, Doc. Oh, war, war, war. We lost <laughs> three. It's been three forever. You lost one. Oh. It was stolen from me, but we'll get that. We'll get yeah, to that. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Let's not get into the yeah, 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 Virginia. Um, where was I? Oh yeah, my name is the Greek god Papadon, aka GGP. But most importantly, I am a Star Wars aficionado. Now next to me is my Chewie to my Han, my K2SO to my Andor, my R2D2, or in Latino, Artorito, uh, to my C3PO. He is the God of stealing thunder, introduce yourself, sir, as you're blowing kisses to your wife. I know she's yelling at me because I'm too loud. I am, as usual, smarter than 21B, <laughs> more technical than FX7, the God of stealing thunder, and the man who loves it when a woman holds open the blast doors for me, Dr. Destroyer, Alex Arroyo. <laughs> That's one of the best ones ever. <laughs> oh, ladies and gentlemen. You are very, very, uh, uh, how can I put this? You guys are going to be very pleased because we have a solid guest on tonight. And he is a friend of the show. 
he's a friend of ours before he was a friend of the show. He is a professional wrestler as well. Most importantly, he's a newly father. Oh, that's true. To this world. The most important thing. Uh, introduce yourself and let the people know, all seven of our fans, who you are. <laughs> well, hello, guys. My name is Chris McGuckin. You might know me as professional wrestler Jolly Roger or Tyler Murphy. I don't have any cool catchphrases like uh, open the blast doors or anything like that. But I do have this awesome, which you probably can't see, Darth Maul tattoo. And like they said, I do have a brand new baby boy whose name is Luke. That is spectacular. It's, it's, hard to put, <laughs> it's hard to get more over than that in the show. All right. That's it, guys. We can't we can't top that. Sorry. We're gonna go home. Take it home. See you later, everybody. (laughs) I've been trying to get I've been trying to get Chris to the show for a long, 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 long time. Um you just do eleven o'clock at night. I know, I know. I'm up for work at four in the morning, so you don't know how to work, kid. Yeah. (laughs) Not yet. Still learning. Still learning. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, we have to put the kids to bed in order to get this shit done. Otherwise, forget about it. I know. I'm learning that now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. How, how old is your son now? He's he's three months. Nice. Yeah, no, nice. he's great, man. Uh, Listen, I remember when my kids was three months. The best thing about them. What are you doing over there, Doc? Sounds like you're rubbing one out. No, I, I think that's McGucka's dog licking the water. Oh, oh. yes. Yes, he is. Oh. Or she is. Yeah, look I, at, look I, at, look. I, rec- I recognize that sound. <laughs> I got two dogs, a wife and a baby. Yeah, what kind of dogs you got? One's a beagle pitbull, and the other is a Jack Russell miniature Doberman. Nice. What are their names? Uh, Plancha and Tope. Tremendous! <laughs> Holy shit, pop! That's awesome. I got yeah. a dog too. I got a, I got a pitbull named Apollo. He's nice. Barked many times during the show, and her box is laughing <laughs> as I'm yelling at him. Anyway, I was saying, cherish the moments when they're still able to sleep on your chest. Yeah. Because I missed that. That was the best thing ever. When you have your new your, your child sleeping on your chest while you're laying down watching TV or whatever the case may be. Because, <laughs> man, I do miss that. But other than that, I don't miss changing diapers. I don't miss feedings. I don't miss any I, of that. I can't wait for that to be over. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, what do you say, Doc? Those are not the fun the fun days. The, no. The parts of those days, for sure. All right, enough of this parent talk. Let's talk like men <laughs> now. Sappy talk... shit. Yeah, yeah, this hallmark nonsense. Let's shout out to Stevie Richards. Uh, let's talk about the real stuff, like Star Wars, this geeky shit. So, Chris, we ask all our guests the first time they come on the show, what is your first memories of Star Wars, and when was the first time you fell in love with it? And if you it had to make be... a character out of a pocket pussy, which one would you pick? Nah, oh, it, it, it could be it could be one of the same or. Uh, or not? So, I remember watching Star Wars on VHS with my father uh, before my parents got divorced and everything like that. So, that connection there, even after they got divorced, kept us, you know, close and together. Um, when the three releases came out, and then the uh, prequel trilogy came out, I don't remember when the first prequel. I think when ninety nine the first prequel trilogy came out. Yeah, yeah. So I was. 12 when that came out so <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. so having uh that connection with my father who loved it when he was growing up 
uh, was special to me. And we still have that to this day, you know, with the sequel trilogies. I took him to go see Rogue One when it came out. Uh, uh, he's pumped that my kid's uh, name is Luke. And he just can't wait to take him down to uh, Galaxy's Edge in Disney and have him run around that place. So I fell in love with Star Wars at a very young age. I remember having like Luke Skywalker, the power of the Force figures, uh, Luke Skywalker, uh, Darth Vader, Han Solo, and Carbonite. So like, as long as I can remember, I've been a huge Star Wars fan. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Who's your favorite character? Do you have one? Oh, my, oh, that's tough, man. Especially all the, the new stuff now, because, I mean, Andor was fantastic. Hold on, I the mean, doc, did you finish it yet? We'll talk about that in a second. The answer is no. Ah, <laughs> uh, you no. suck. Um, the video games, uh, they, they dropped the trailer for uh, Jedi Survivor last night, and I loved Fallen Order. Cal Kestis was a fantastic addition to the, uh, the Star Wars lore, but I think if you're going to go... Favorite character at all Star Wars hero is Luke Skywalker. Villain is Darth Maul. Nice. It's got him tattooed on his arm. He's got to be. His I, favorite. Do, I do have him tattooed on my arm now. <laughs> yeah, Maul's one of my favorites. Yeah. Oh. It's that look. It was that um something new, double bladed lightsaber. He didn't really speak assassin. And then the Clone Wars really expanded on him. Oh, yeah. And really fleshed him out. As a character, which I thought was great, I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah, we, we've talked about it many times that he got brought back in a proper fashion, and yeah. his story was expanded, and he became so much better uh, of a character um, past that. Unlike what they did to Palpatine in the in the sequel trilogy, where they brought him back just to fucking you know b- put him under the lights again for no apparent reason. <laughs> I want I want to love the sequel trilogy. You will. Like there, there are really so many good parts about it, but then there are some really shit parts about it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, well, uh, uh, the, the Palpatine thing is, I think, one of them. Yeah. I, I, I also think that they didn't have a cohesive story going through. Like I know in one, two, and three, Lucas had a plan for the prequels on how he would do Anakin's turn to the dark side. I know the original three, four, uh, four, five, six got switched around a lot, but I don't think they had a good solid plan going into what they wanted in first movie, what they wanted in second and what they wanted in third. And I think that's kind of what screwed them up. And I think uh, the whole space chase scene in, uh, <laughs> Was it a uh, Last Jedi? Fuck. Were they chasing into hyperspace? Yeah, chasing through hyperspace, and then during that whole time, you have Finn and Rose going through Canto Bight and meeting with the yeah, exactly the fucking DJ, the, yeah, the DJ, master exactly. code breaker, who's the, the, big, actor, the, the, the greatest breaker. actor in the whole trilogy, and he's a stutterer. Yeah, he stuttered very well. <laughs> yeah, did a great job doing that, but they did a great job stuttering. Yeah, I mean, it, the this is you know the the kicker about the sequel trilogy. Just like you said, I mean, there were some really awesome parts of it. Force Awakens yeah. was was pretty much great, despite the fact that it, it was a rehash movie of, of New Hope. But then, yeah, so is Episode know, One. Yes, correct. Yeah. Um, 
which is supposed to be because it's poetry, it rhymes. Yep. Um, but there was so many decisions that were made during this to pull away from the story and do some really stupid things that just didn't yeah. make much sense. And then the ability to try to go fix those things in yep. the rise of Skywalker, because we weren't happy with them kind of really made, listen, just double down the fucking nonsense and just, you know, finish the story the way you wanted to. Yeah. And don't, you know, fucking pander to me because uh, we all complained about stuff. I actually liked Last Jedi a lot, a lot of it. Um, and, you know, I think we talked about this many, many times, the, the fact that if you're not happy with the way they portrayed Luke in that movie, then that's why you don't like that movie. I was, okay, I was okay with it. I was okay with that. But, I mean, if, if you're going with that route of his Jedi temple gets destroyed, you're going to tell me, oh, Luke Skywalker going to do that? Jedis don't do that? What did Yoda do? What did Obi-Wan do? They did the exact same thing. They went into exile. That's exactly what Luke did. So it, it just, like they said, poetry. It, go, it rhymes. It goes back and forth. Yeah, but uh, the only difference is this. And I, I'm a fan of The Last Jedi along with Doc. I really loved it when it first came out. And then I started liking it less and less and less as time went by. Um, when we first met Obi-Wan and Yoda, they were already in exile. When we met Luke, he was an optimistic fucking whiny farm little boy. bitch farm boy <laughs> yeah. who grew to be a powerful Jedi Knight and a Jedi Master. And then we had all this expanded universe lore that made him even more powerful and people wanted to see on the screen, which then got decanonized. Yeah, so yeah. people were people were hoping to see some form of Luke Skywalker and they got the old curmudgeon fucking seasoned veteran <laughs> back in my day guy yeah. <laughs> on, on his island all by himself, you know? But they never... Yeah, and they never explained how he started at A, now he's at Z, but what happened yeah. between B and Y? And all those 40 years, just because his he had a bad vision about his nephew, and then, you know, the, the, the hut comes, you know, came crashing down when it burned yeah. inside, you know? Fucking, yeah, that's just thinking the same thing, Doc. <laughs> um, it wasn't enough. You know what I mean? Like, and people, and that's why they didn't bite. And he, look, I didn't want him to die at the end of fucking seven. Nobody, no. I mean, at the end of eight, eight, no one wanted him to die at the end of eight, right? But the way he went out was like a true Jedi should go out. The force projection shit was pretty dope. It yeah. was. Now, could they have fixed the movie knowing that, that um, Carrie Fisher wasn't going to be there for nine? Of course. They could have just ended the movie with him sitting on the rock and then mm -hmm. closed the credits. And then do something else in nine with him in it, just to whether you know he dies in the first act or he doesn't come, he comes off the island and realizes his mistakes or whatever the case may be. But they didn't. No, and I, I always felt that the whole uh, I'm cool with them with Kylo killing Snoke, right? I don't oh, know. I love that. I, I thought it was that. pretty. I thought it was really cool. I thought that's how. Sith Apprentice, you know, always, they always take out that master. I thought the twist with Rey could have been better. I thought they, it, she should have been clone a, a Palpatine, but I also felt like you never answer what happened to Luke's hand in uh, Bespin. They tried to do it in the comics, but they really didn't get fully to it. And I feel like they should have said it was a clone of Luke's hand and Palpatine. And that's how Rey came somebody. And that's why Kylo says she's nobody. Yep. 
And it would be true. She's from nobody. She has no parents yep. because she doesn't. She's a clone. And then you could have had like a dark version of Rey or a younger Palpatine be the the main villain, you know, which I thought was the original route they were supposed to go into because they had Matt Smith as a, what I believe was supposed to be young Palpatine. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But that went nowhere. Yeah. It's all right. We uh, learned. Again, it's because they pivoted because everybody shat on the, yeah. last, on the last Jedi. And I don't think they should have pivoted it. Same thing. I, I feel like Darth, Darth Jar Jar should have been a thing. We just talked about it this week, right? I mentioned this week. I hit up the guys. and We have a, a text chat, and I said, guys, I just had an idea. And uh, I told them, what if this the, Alka, the Acolyte, what if it ends up being Darth Jar Jar that <laughs> opened the door to lay, leading the Sith infiltrate the Jedi Order? Oh, man. It no. could very well be. No, that's not it possible. It could very well be that the whole time that that Jar Jar uh, was playing just goofy Jar Jar. Yeah. Well, that's what they, that's the theory. Like he manipulated the whole thing in the episode in the Phantom Menace. Like there are scenes where he's mouthing what Padme is saying. There he does are scenes hand- say, like, Yeah, he does, exactly. He does like, the hand thing. Like yeah, yeah. I saw I saw the that's the same video you saw, he, dude. He does a lot of shit, and you're just like, it makes a lot of sense. But I feel like Lucas. Also, probably pivoted because everyone fucking hated him. Uh, well, listen, I, I can't stand him. You know, what I mean, <laughs> out of out of the prequel trilogies, the first one's my least favorite. You know, okay. I like two better than one, and the only reason why I don't like one is because of Jar Jar. He just takes me out of it way too much. He's too. He's over the top. Yeah, he's a leg slapper. He's a citizen of leg slap city. <laughs> that prick. There's nothing wrong with slapping the leg, as oh. long as you don't overdo it. No, never slap the leg. <laughs> you out of your fucking mind? You out of your mind, dude? It makes no sense. We're all, all wearing right. cloth knee pads. Why would it make any sense if I'm throwing a knee strike when I'm wearing a knee pad? It's not going to make a sound. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm curating photos of Papadon with his hand against his leg, by the way, and all his matches that he posts. Nice. <laughs> I'm well, pretty sure there's a, a hand print on one of his thighs somewhere. No, never. Never. <laughs> That's fake news. CNN over here, boys. Um... <laughs> So yo, let's go down the news the news route because um, Disney recently announced that Mando got pushed back again. It's like taking Dog to the edge of the bed. He likes pushing back. <laughs> yeah, well, listen, you got to like, right? snuggle in, huh? Did they dropped the date for March, right? Yes, March first, twenty twenty three, as opposed to the February twenty twenty three release date. That's all right. I could I could wait another month. Yeah, it's not a month; it's a week. I could wait another week. Okay. Originally it was like February 22nd And now it's March 1st People all were right. all upset we're Like guys it's only 7 days relax Yeah. <laughs> I mean we literally It's been 2 years today I think today's the 2 year anniversary Of uh, the end of season 2 Holy shit I was right because we had Boba Fett Last yeah, year and we had, Yeah and COVID slowed down productions and all this other stuff mm-hmm. Yeah know? So News though, John Favreau and Pedro Pascal teases big surprises in the Mandalorian in season three. They were at some kind of festival, some kind of fan fest, or uh, one of those conventions. And Favreau states, "We like to keep surprises so that each week, as we tune in, we get to discover things. Hopefully, unexpected things occur. I think it was really wonderful that everyone 
that worked on the show was able to keep Grogu a secret until he was revealed in the first episode. Also with Mark Hamill as Luke Skywalker appearing in season two, which I fucking called. Anyway, <laughs> not everything is going to be a surprise like that, but each week it should be something unexpected happening. And that's the idea of having a serialized television show where what's nice about it compared to a film um, is that every week everybody gets to see a chapter, discusses it, and guesses what's going to happen next. I will say, though, that the scope of this is getting bigger and bigger. We have really cool space battles. We have lots of Mandalorians. We have... The planet of Mandalore, which we've been talking about for a long time. We can learn more about the Mandalorian culture and, of course, all the great actors that we've seen in seasons previous. Many of them returned as we get to see them all work together on this show. So it's been a very ambitious season. A lot of our directors have returned. Very experienced team that has been working on the Mandalorian for a long time. And I think that people are going to be really excited when they see what we have in store. Hopefully each week. It'll be like opening a Christmas present or Hanukkah present, whatever, <laughs> for anybody with surprises and something that delights them. Now, Pascal says, Mira, mira, man. No, Pascal says, <laughs> there's so much you're going to see. I think that some of the best things about season one and two of The Mandalorian were the surprises. We're all, we were all able to keep Baby Grogu a secret. We were able to keep Luke Skywalker returned to the world a secret. So there are some secrets to... So there are more secrets to keep. So what are your boys' takes on them trying to promo the shit out of this to get everybody <laughs> excited? This is how they're going to sell the fucking wares, baby. This is worth the merch table right now. So right. Uh, what, what are they going to say? Oh, yeah, it sucks. It's terrible. It's awful. Don't watch it. <laughs> of course they're going to fucking hype us up, you know? But I think we're, we're, we're a little too smart for this. We had that whole hype session from... Uh, What's his name? Robert Rodriguez about how, oh, the Book of Boba Fett's going to be this and amazing and the action. Oh, killer, no filler, which is uh, the complete opposite. He sat there and jerked us all off, and then we got like, more for the most part. Um, I enjoyed the flashbacks. The flashbacks were great. They, the okay. whole thing should have been flashbacks. I had a conversation with someone the other day. It was like, oh, they should have kept the flashbacks out. I'm like, they were the fucking best part of the goddamn show. 100%. You yeah. flushed out the Tuscan radars after fucking 40 plus years. Yeah. I mean, the only problem with, with, with the Boba Fett show that I had, it should have been a Grand Slam. It was like a fucking double. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't enough Boba. Not not even because of the Luke episode, because I think that Luke episode was the best Star Wars we've seen ever. I mean, let's face it. We got prime Luke Skywalker with Grogu, and it was amazing. I thought it was fucking fantastic. It was like magic. Luke, Luke with Ahsoka? Something yes. Something everyone oh. wanted to see forever. Oh. Oh, come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You know, and then fucking the Mando episode was good. Um, I think it should have been more like he's a crime boss. That's the Do problem. Do some crimes. He got he, Commit some the crimes. Problem. They tried to solved. make him a baby faced cr- uh, crime boss. I don't want that. Commit, commit no some crimes. That. No one wants that. The, the way Not that everyone was... needs to be a hero. Exactly. He can rule with respect by taking out other heels. Villaslessly, like when they came to his house and like, hey, we want you to join us. No, oh really? They should open up the rancor pit and just fed them all to the rancor. Yeah, you know, instead of saying, okay, guys, I understand, just or don't go one. against. You know, or at least one something. Get the fear of yeah. God into them. You know, but nothing happened. And then, then, then he he basically says, oh, I knew they were gonna turn on me. I would have done the same thing. So why the fuck did you let him go? 
Yeah. You know, and then at the last episode, he goes, maybe I'm not cut out for this. What yeah, the fuck was the whole really? point of the season? Like, you know what I mean? Like, come on, guy. And, you know? And it has some good shit. Like, the the Hut Twins showing up, I thought yeah. was awesome. Black uh, Chrysanthemum. Exactly. Chrysanthemum. It was amazing. I remember marking out, Christine, like, I don't know who that is. I'm like, she's like, it's a giant black Wookiee. I'm like, that's a, basically, yes, he's a giant black Wookiee. <laughs> But he's amazing, you know. Yeah, I so. mean the part. There's a couple parts. I even like the the the. What's his name? The apologies, apologies. The the snooty oh, the, guy, the major domo. Oh. Yes, I loved him. Yeah. He was yeah. perfect. Cad Bane. Cad Bane was great. Cad fucking Bane. But the only problem with that, I feel like they brought him in too late. Like he missed his mark. He should have been the one that killed. The Tuscan Raiders. Uh, you know what I mean. And uh, this way, when Boba kills him, there's retribution. I yeah. think when, when, um, which I don't think he's dead. Yeah, that's another bring, thing. You don't bring Cad Bane into live action and kill him off in two episodes. Well, that's another thing. If he was dead from the beginning, it would have been better. And if he would last longer than he, and then got killed, then fine. I'm cool with that. But yeah. I see where Story's you're going up. with it. And you're probably right. Yeah. Um, but I didn't like the fact that at the end, when, when all the, the Pike Syndicate boss and all the other yeah. bosses were in there and they got taken out, one was hanging, it ended up being Fennec Shan. It should have been yeah. Boba Fett. Keep the circle complete where he where the Pike leader got his fucking tribe killed. He should be the one that fucking takes them all out. Yeah, you know true. what I mean? As opposed to having his right hand do it, which yeah. makes it seem like the badass. She could be my right hand any day of the week. I jerk off Buffy though, so she's sixty years old. It's okay. She's hot name. as fuck. Mingnewa? Yes. Mm-hmm. I'll yeah. take two. <laughs> so here's then, the deal. Uh, it comes. It comes with an egg roll. Nice. <laughs> you know, I thought about you earlier today. I, I drove past Wohop. Nice. Yeah, I was working down there today. The uh, for the, wait, I, for the listeners that don't know, Wohop is the preeminent bodega Chinese store. It's the greatest sells, Chinese sells, food in all it, of New York. It really is the greatest Chinese food in New York, but it looks like a bodega when you walk inside. Oh yeah. In uh, it's in the, it's in a basement in in, in uh, Lower Manhattan. It is. Fucking Chinatown. Phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal. There used to be an arcade across the street where you have to play tic-tac-toe against the chicken. <laughs> and the chicken always wins. Like a, like a live chicken? There. Yeah, like a live chicken. It's not there anymore. Yeah. They, they even mentioned it in um, Devil's Advocate. But you know, really? Yeah, they mentioned that in the Devil's Advocate. Because where's the tic-tac-toe with the chicken? Anyway. <laughs> oh, where's the tic-tac-toe with the chicken? Hoorah! <laughs> So, Mandalorian Season 3, the writers were revealed by the uh, Writers Guild of America. Uh, episode 1 is written by John Favreau. Episode 2 by John Favreau. Episode 3 by Noah Clore and John Favreau. Noah Clore is like an assistant writer for John Favreau. He also wrote the episode of um, Mandalorian in um, Boba Fett. Nice. So that, so that was a good episode. Those episode are two good episodes. Yes. Episode 4... Is Favreau and Filoni. Five and six is Favreau. Seven is Favreau and Filoni. And episode eight is Favreau. So it looks like Favreau's pulling a lot of weight on this. Yep. And he's putting his heart and soul into it, which is great. So thank God. Yeah, yeah. man. What surprises well. what do you think we're gonna get in the show? Man. I I don't I don't think the season's gonna be so crazy surprise heavy, though. You know, I know they're you know talking about this, about that, but I mean, well, at this point, what else are they going to do? Can I call mm, it? And again, yeah, feel it. Feel free, it's Babe a, Ruth. 
when it when it gets to Bean Ren. Okay, yeah, we know we know that already. Well, no, we're gonna get her in the, in Mando, not in just in Ahsoka. Yeah, we're gonna we may even get some of the ghosts, um, the ghost people. Mm-hmm. But I think, I really do think, we might get Han Solo, John Cena. Sorry, <laughs> Han, Han Solo and Chewie reunited with Luke. We might even get the Holy Trinity, or they might save that for the big screen. I don't know, but we definitely might get Han Solo this uh, this season. I think. I, I say, give me a cartoon series of Luke Han and Leia. No, Leia. no, no! I want CGI deep fake Luke Han and Leia <laughs> all day, every day. Too much. Pop, oh, pops uh, a big mark for the CGI. Oh, big, yeah. huge, bro, huge! So, you see the indie trailer? Yeah. How good did that look? Even though hopefully the rumors are all fake. I don't know if you heard about the rumors, but... No. Do you want me to tell you or no? Yeah, no one. All right, here's the rumors. Now, according to this week, what's his name? Um, the director, James Mangold, I think is his name. Is. Yeah, Mangold, yeah. Came out and denied everything, and Harrison Ford denied everything. But they're not going to attest to it if it's true. So the rumors were that there's time travel involved, and young Indy shows up, and um, young Indy gets killed. Um, he's trying to save old Indy, and because young Indy gets killed, old Indy starts to fade away, like Back to the Future. Yeah. <laughs> and right before that happens, he ends up uh, the girl watching it. Phoebe Waller picks up the whip and the hat, and becomes a new Indiana Jones. Who? How many people are gonna be the new Indiana Jones? I mean, fucking. Well, look, Sh- Shia LaBeouf was supposed to be the new Indiana Jones. Well, he fucked that up. But right. uh, well, I mean, Kingdom's Crystal Skulls wasn't that great. <laughs> well, listen, we—I always said that we said this last episode again. It wasn't a bad movie. The opening, you could say whatever you want about the, you know, jumping in the fridge scene. Was it a little bit over the top? Yeah, but it's, it's Indiana Jones. The top. It's Indiana Jones. You can forgive that. The one thing you can't forgive. Is the scene where he's swinging like Tarzan with the monkeys? Yes. That needs that, to get taken out, yep. thrown in the garbage, and the ending needs to be reconstructed, make it more visually appealing. I just think people didn't get the payoff they wanted to get with the aliens at the end. You know what I mean? Not. So if they if they if they eliminated those two factors, I think the movie fits in perfectly with everything else Indiana Jones has done. Totally, you good. know, but. You know, it is there what is, it is. There's one line in the trailer where he says, I don't believe in magic. And I want to be like, everything you fucking been through. Yeah, right? <laughs> Shakti Day. Like, what the fuck, motherfucker? Yeah, right? What is Indy that? Indy coming on me. Indy. I don't know, bro. I have no idea why they mentioned that at all. I have no idea. I just really hope that these rumors are not true. And that Indy fucking survives, and I don't know. I'm hoping it's good. 
You know Man, what I mean? Mangold directed Logan. Yeah, and he so was also supposed to, do Bel- good he was at, supposed to do Boba Fett too, and that didn't yeah. happen. He's a, he's good at doing send offs. I hope so. I so hope also, so. If, well, I mean, but what happened in Logan? He died. You know yeah, what I mean? But it was it was a good send off. Yeah, but I don't. No one wants Indy to die. You know what Listen, I mean? Harrison Ford's a thousand years old. What are we gonna do at this point right now? He's a fucking yeah. relic. I agree with you. Do you you do the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles or whatever? You know, get Chris Pratt the rip. He could take kill over him the fucking role. Kill him off and everything. Still do that. <laughs> you know, I don't. Whatever. We'll see when it comes out. I don't. I forgot when it comes out, but I don't know either. Should be coming out soon in twenty twenty three. They they keep pushing it back. So yeah. So. Things that did not get pushed back, but that just came into fruition. See what I did there? Good segue. Tidbits right. on Ahsoka and Skeleton Crew. Ooh. Now, this is interesting. I'm going to read the whole article here. Normally, I don't like reading the whole article, but I didn't want to copy and paste bullet points because this shit was dope. He goes, uh, this guy making Star Wars. He's a leaker uh, on Star Wars. He's usually right about everything that he brings to the surface, right? I prefer squirters, by the way. Do you really? Yeah. Nice little slip and slide. So he released this article talking about Ahsoka. He says, according to, according to Making Star Wars, the Ahsoka series will venture to a new galaxy or unexplored distant part of the galaxy um, that may be called the New Beyond or New Space. This is past the outer uh, regions and all outer that rim. stuff. Outer Rim. And, but it's stated, it's unclear if this is what the region is going to be called. It's just what those familiar with the production refer to. The region has reportedly not been explored in the past Star Wars canon at I'm all. I'm a big fan of unexplored regions. And pop. And in this unexplored part of the galaxy, or new galaxy, the Force is viewed and used differently. And that certain magic users we know may have originated from this place, a.k.a. the Night Sisters. I personally take the line of magic users as reference to the Night Sisters, as making Star Wars then references them in when discussing the unknown character... Ivanko Sankno, the spy who dug, who dumped me, right? Stop, Doc. Ivana Humpa. I, I know you're gonna go like that. All right, Ivana Humpa lot. Um, <laughs> she's. They're saying that she's playing a Night Sisters in the series. Everyone thought she might be playing like Hera Sandula or something. Yeah. But they're saying that she's playing a Night Sister in the series. That's cool. Um, so during the second season of The Mandalorian, Ahsoka Tano is attempting to track down Grand Admiral Thrawn. Uh, comes across Morgan Elsbeth, who is connected to the Admiral. According to the report, Elsbeth would also have connections to this place, the New Beyond. And that is where Ezra Bridger and Grand Admiral Thrawn were sent by the Pergo following the events of Star Wars Rebels in the finale. Uh, making Star Wars goes on to, spec- to speculate about Thrawn returning from the location with new allies who use magic or an undead army, but does add that he is now personally heard from his sources that Lars Mikkelsen is indeed playing the live-action version of the character, adding uh, to the various rumors that Mikkelsen is returning to the role from the past year. So let's let's stop there. We'll put a pin to it, and then we'll get skeptical. Yeah. What do you guys think so far? Sounds good. I mean, you're going to be Night Sisters in live-action, right? They control an army of the undead. They did that in the video games. Uh... Lars Mikkelsen is great, so I'm pumped to see him as Thrawn. Mm-hmm. Um, pumped to get Ezra back in live action. 
Mm-hmm. I like the kid who's, uh, who's playing him. Oh. I'm, uh, what do you think about this whole new, new beyond, this new, new space? I, I think it's... Blank canvas? Yeah. Blank canvas. It's a good, you know? They need this. I mean, they need to reboot some stuff. They need to yeah. get into different sections of, of, of this universe because it is a universe. It's not even a planet. Yeah. We, we need to move past a lot of the Jedi shit, a lot of the... A lot of the Sith shit. And we need to explore new, new things. And, yeah, and this, we, is a, this is a great jumping off point for that. I think so. Now you know you always go back to Tatooine. You know, yeah. not every story needs Tatooine in it. Uh, love Tatooine. Well, yeah. Let's see what else the galaxy has to offer. Okay, right. I'm with you, boys. I'm with you, boys. Except uh, I don't think they should get rid of the Jedi's and the Sith. I'm not I think saying that... get rid of them. I think we need to move past them. They can still be no, there and here, but not the focus of everything. There, there's so much more to the Force than just Jedi and Sith. And, like, Clone Wars ex- expanded on that. Um, Rebels expanded on that. Obviously, the EU expanded on that, which, like, the Yuvon War, <laughs> like, did not exist anymore, but it was expanded on that at one point. So you can really start bringing more of that stuff back in. You're right. You're right. And when, they, when they went to left field with the... the what was it called? The... Uh... Not Morbius. Was it Morbius? No, not Morbius. Morbius. The uh, the Mortis arc, and yeah. they brought in those the father, son, and the and and yeah. uh, and and the, and the daughter. That was pretty cool with the Force, mm-hmm. and then the the world beyond world, the, the world, world beyond world is awesome. You know that world between worlds, whatever it's called. That's uh, yeah. that's that's another place that's total left field. That fucking does time travel in a different way in Star Wars. It's pretty cool. So. Mm-hmm. I'm psyched about this. I mean, if yeah. they could, and, and it makes sense that they weren't around the uh, the Galactic Empire during the original trilogy. If they're yeah. in another fucking galaxy, you know, mm-hmm. so it makes sense. So here's yeah. a ske- skeleton crew. According to making Star Wars, uh, this new Beyond location is where the skeleton crew skeleton crew takes place. We now officially we know officially. That the series will follow a group of children who are lost in the galaxy attempting to find their way back home. Which makes sense. And if what making Star Wars is saying turns out to be accurate, then perhaps the series will see the children attempting to find their way home from one galaxy, a galaxy that we are unfamiliar with, to another. The one we've been experiencing stories for for the last 40 years. Making Star Wars questions, if the rumors of skeleton uh, crew back... I'm sorry... Oh, making Star Wars questions if the past rumors of Skeleton Crew back when it was only known as codename Grammar Rodeo <laughs> taking place in a different era actually meant a new area as opposed to a different era, as well as past reports from the time uh, the time proved accurate, including its codename that was being directed by John Watts from Spider-Man No Way Home. When the series will begin filming... And the Stranger Things in space description. Though he hasn't been able to get confirmation on this, making Star Wars has had it implied to him that Ahsoka Tano will be making an appearance in Skeleton Crew to some extent, given that both series supposedly take place in the new beyond. Both Skeleton Crew and Ahsoka filmed at the same time at the Manhattan Beach Studios, which could complicate matters in figuring out if Tano makes an appearance in the John Watts series. Um, if what making Star Wars reporting turns out to be accurate, then it might be setting up that stage for that crossover event 
that Lucasfilm pre- president Kathleen Kennedy first teased back in 2020. Thrawn residing in the new beyond, waiting for his time to emerge from the shadows and strike the galaxy with a new army. Mon Mothma's military disarmament act saw the New Republic diminish its military by 90%, leaving the galaxy vulnerable from Thrawn's attack. So who, who might have to step in to combat the Grand Admiral? Perhaps the Mandalorians, the Ghost Crew, and Ahsoka Tana will, will be the galaxy's only hope. So that's pretty interesting. Your take, yeah. boys. Well, this is that, uh, you know, that that gimmick they were talking about before where they were trying to have like this all the series lead up to like an Avengers Endgame type of uh, event where it was going to be a movie or something and they were going to kind of throw everybody together. So um, I heard that man. before. I, that's a great idea. Um, my wife and I were talking about this the other day, like not everything can be the MCU, no matter how much people try. Like everything that they're doing at DC right now, like just shit. (laughs) Because they tried real hard to do a fucking Marvel, and they couldn't do it. And they 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 hot shot everything. That's what that's why it didn't work. And that's the thing. You gave us Justice League in two movies, where where Marvel did Avengers in six. Did you watch Snyder Cut? I did. That was fucking. I thought it was amazing. A four hour movie long. But I thought it was as good as Avengers. I, I didn't it. think I'd be able to sit through four hours. Cause like Justice League was, but I didn't think I didn't think I'd be able to, four hours flew by. Oh yeah, because it was good. Yeah, it had to get was, you exactly. emotionally vested. That's why you had to get exactly. reintroduced to everybody. Mm-hmm. It, this is the only time when they fit twenty pounds of shit in a ten pound bag and it worked. Yeah, yeah. You know? you're able to carry it. <laughs> yep. Uh, but back to Skeleton Crew, I don't really know much about it besides what you just wrote. I know uh, Jude Law's attached to it. Yeah. Uh, that's it. That's it. So, I like the fact that we don't know anything, man. It, that's the thing. I, I I think that's pretty cool that there's something coming out that I don't know fucking shit. Like, all right, I knew Andor. I knew what it was going to be about. I I know Ahsoka, so I know it's going to be about Ahsoka, Jedi's, Sabine, finding Ezra. Yeah. So like, I could put these things together. Like when Mando came out, like, all right, you knew it was about the Mandalorian, but like, you didn't know what it was going to be about. You know, oh, just a guy getting bounties. But it became so much more. So, so let me ask you guys this real quick. Because yeah. I was thinking about this yesterday. I started watching Mando again from season one, right? So what if they didn't tell John Favreau no when he came to the table and they let him use Boba Fett instead of Din Djarin? Because we all know Din Djarin is Boba Fett's fucking replacement. Because yeah. he wanted to do a show about Boba Fett coming out of the Sarlacc pit, and at the time they were like, no, we have other plans for Boba Fett, we're gonna do the movie. Yeah. And obviously that didn't happen with Josh Trank and then James Mars, Mar- whatever his name, Mars Gold, whatever his name is, but if it wasn't in Jaren and it was Boba Fett, would it still be this over? Yeah. If it was, if it was Boba Fett in the spot? Or more instead, over. I think that, it'd be more over. You think it'd be, it'd be more, more over? Because... Yeah. Boba Fett, who had a combined, what, total of, I think it's like 10 minutes or something like that between something the two like movies, Probably yeah. maybe even less, became such a iconic character. And he's not that competent in those movies, you know? Like, he doesn't, he doesn't get the bad guy, or the good guys. Vader gives it to him, you know? He doesn't do anything on the... On the skiff, he gets his blade cut, uh, his gun cut off. He gets his uh, he gets his ass handed. 
Yeah, he gets that thing. He gets grappling. And then blind Han Solo knocks him out into the Sarlacc pit. So if you want to give a good redemption arc, yeah, that would, starting out this way would have been great. Uh, but if you were going to do like the same thing with Tamara Morrison, I don't think so. I, he's definitely too old to play the character now, but no one's admitting that. <laughs> you, don't, uh, you, you think that? I don't think so. I think he did a great job as, as uh, Boba Fett. No, no, it's not, even, not that he's old, just that the, the timeline doesn't match up. Like, his age in real life and the age in, in Boba Fett, where he should be. Listen, when you, when you get sucked in that Sarlacc, baby, it's it's hard living in there. It's hard living in Sarlacc. Yeah, you it's only just, have one kid. Wait. <laughs> Wait. It just aged him 20 years. The Sarlacc yeah. is like a giant vagina. It just grabs you and just starts fucking sucking the life out of you. For like, just, <laughs> do the fucking laundry. Close your fucking closet door. You're a fucking oh, idiot. Why isn't, your penis, why isn't your penis hard right now? What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> just like, it's just it's terrible. It's awful. <laughs> Wow. Can't hard follow living. that, guys. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. Have a good night. <laughs> good night. Click. <laughs> so, all right, let's move along. Bad Batch. Uh, season oh, two oh. drops on January 4th with two episodes. And they're on February 8th. They're also doing two episodes back to back. Total of 16 episodes. Uh, I'll run through them real quick. Episode one, Spoils of War. Episodes two, which is also coming on, on January 4th. Ruins of War, Episode 3 on, J- on January 11th, The Solitary Clone, which many are saying is going to be uh, Cody. January 18th, Faster. January 25th, Entombed. Uh, February 1st, Tribe. February 8th, which is a double episode, The Clone Conspiracy and Truth and Consequences, Episode 7 and 8th. Episode 9 on February 15th is called The Crossing. February 22nd, episode 10 is Retrieval. March 1st, Metamorphosis, which is episode 11. March 8th, The Outpost, episode 12. March 15th is is episode 13 called uh, Pabu, P-A-B-U. March 22 is episode 14 called The Tipping Point. And March 29th is, again, a double episode. Episode 15, The Summit, and episode 16, Plan 99. I was a big fan of uh, Clone Wars. Yeah, I like ba- Bad Batch. Clone Wars amazing. I mean, I'm sorry, uh, Bad Batch. Sorry, Bad Batch. Bad Batch is great, too. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to season two. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe they'll have some ties to Andor, and who knows? I mean, it's around the same time. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll start explaining why the Empire was able to get everybody in line. Who knows? I mean, they did mention it in the trailer. The trailer dropped as well. And yeah. they released the trailer. I mean, because there was a lot of trailers that released uh, at all these expos in Brazil. And yep. um, Visions two expo, uh, Vision 2's trailer dropped. And then the Mandalorian trailer dropped. Another one. But those who aren't being seen online, it's the only thing that's, that's dropped that's been released to the public. And they mentioned in the in the um, Wanda Sykes, she's voices somebody, and she mentions in the show uh, when she's talking to the, the clones, she goes, "Oh, you're the clones that the Empire is looking after." Yeah. Uh, so I was like, "Oh, interesting." <laughs> so it looks good just just from the teaser that, that we get. It looks like Omega is officially part of the team. Yeah, uh, out on missions, the whole nine yards. Um, 
which we knew was going to happen. But um, I'm pretty excited. Um, it's um, it it's Clone Wars adjacent, basically, and it's uh, and I'm happy about that. So yeah, I'll, t- I'll t- and take you got a uh, just like it. Grungy, the uh, the Wookiee Jedi. Oh fuck yeah, you're right. Good call. Yeah. We totally forgot about that. Yeah, he was in the. I popped when I saw that. Yeah, me too. With his little wooden lightsaber. Yep. It was pretty no, cool. Um, I'm pumped for it. I loved Clone Wars. I loved Rebels. I loved Bad Batch season one. I like how it started with, uh, you know, uh, Order sixty six. I like yeah. where it went. Um, I'm excited to oh, see this guy. stuff. Cause this is all this is all new stuff, you know, like yeah. not much. And I'm, I'm all for it. Uh, I actually was hoping that the post credit scene of Book of Boba Fett was gonna be an older Omega, because technically it is his sister, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, who knows if she's still alive by then? But oh yeah, exactly. You know. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Spe- speaking um, of a uh, of a uh, kind of not. Um, Liking something, um, I, I I gotta call a spade a spade, man. I, I I don't know if something's wrong with me. I really don't. I know something's wrong with me. But I don't know if if specifically about this, but I am. You, you guys, you guys finished Andor, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I was just have, going to this. I still have not finished Andor, which is very unlike me. Um, I was watching with my wife a little bit here and there, and then she was like, "I'm kind of bored of this," and then I turned to her and I was like, "You know what?" I'm kind of fucking bored of this too. I got through the uh, you know the first six episodes. I'm in the prison now with him. He he just got dumped in the prison, okay. and he's he's hooking up with the crew over there. And you know, fucking Smeagol is bossing him around and doing. So Snoke, Snoke's bossing him around. Yes, exactly. I'm I'm at the end of that first. I'm in the prison episode now, and I'm okay. sitting there and I'm like, when is this gonna fucking get good? The heist was cool. I gotta admit, the heist was cool. Yeah. Everything else has been just mopey, emo, fucking, uh, I've got to run around because I'm, I'm hiding from the Empire now. And nothing is, nothing is cohesive to me. Nothing is making sense to me. And it's just like, they're just writing this fucking diatribe to show off these planets and this, this moody shit. And I'm just like, I'm not feeling it. And everybody's going ape shit about it. And I'm like, Something's clearly wrong with me because yes, I'm yes. not feeling it. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not feeling it. Let's say I let think know. it's some of the best Star Wars written in a while. Yeah, uh, doesn't have to evolve with no Jedi, no nothing. I think there are two monologues in this show: one given by Luthen, one given by uh, Ma- Mara, Mara. His mom. Yeah, Mara? Marva. Marva. That's it. Yeah, Marva. It just. They're just so like some of the best dialogue ever written for Star Wars, uh, and I don't think you've gotten to those yet. I know you definitely haven't gotten to them, the Marvel one yet. Um, well, he I don't has, think you got to the one. one. Nope. Yeah, Luther was amazing. Um, dude, it gets good, Doc. It, it does. Good. Like, it's like every fucking ten minutes, it's like Mon Mothma going to talk to fucking Luther, and then like, yeah. say, talk about the same shit all over again. I'm like, guys, what, let's move this fucking story along over here. Listen. Before this even came out, Gilroy came out and said, "This is not your typical Star Wars." Nope. Which, is, not a... which is fine. I'm fine with that. But he said it's going to be a spy thriller. It's first, and that's exactly what this show is—an espionage spy thriller show based 
in a Star Wars universe. So we're not getting Jedi's. We're not getting lightsabers. We're not getting the fucking Force. We're getting something fucking ground level. They're they're happy about it. Dog likes it. Yeah, the dog's happy about it. Is that peanut butter on your balls, Chris? Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's it's not cheating because it's your dog. Yeah, exactly. Uh, (laughs) Is that a road trip reference? I think so. Uh, (laughs) Like I was saying, Andor... It's just a, it's it's in the league of its own, and yeah. it's very methodical, but it's good because it's all about story, and that's what everyone was complaining about. Mando and complaining about all these other shows that it's all wham bam, thank you ma'am, cameo this, you know, fan 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 this fan, fan service, that yeah. fan service, and it's not story. Well, here we got a story, and everyone's complaining that there's no fan service. There's no fucking Jedi's. It's like, fuck you guys. What's wrong with you guys? We can't I, win here. I don't care about the Jedi's. I, I really don't. I'm more than happy to watch a show. Rogue One's one of my favorite fucking movies. So Listen, good. It, it's amazing. Um, but the, the... All right, so you're at episode seven now. Seven, yeah. eight, nine is all prison. Seven, eight, nine is all prison, but it gets good at the end of nine. Really, really good. Um, and then episode 10 is a standalone and 11 and 12 is a little arc for the finale, which is also really good. Um, and there's a post credit scene. So just watch it. And I told you, I am, I'm going to finish it, but I just like, I'm not excited to watch three episodes in a row. I'm not excited to wake up in the morning and fucking watch it. It's hard. hard. I love it. (laughs) You you act like you have such an important job. Like watch TV. You're sitting home all day. You slap your leg while you're taking the fucking stethoscope saying, oh, your heart sounds fine. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was going to go into what the the Andor's fiery finale speech by uh, Marva was, but... You can't. She was supposed to drop an F-bomb at some point, but then they took it back out. Oh, fuck me. Someone stole my thunder, like they say in the barbershop. Next! Um... (laughs) They're saying that Andor season two is going to uh, risk continuing a troubling Star Wars trend. Now, before I get into the trend, can you guys guess what it is? Ooh. Uh, boring me? No. Yeah. <laughs> is it Jar Jar? Is Jar Jar no. going to be in it? <laughs> God forbid. <laughs> Jump the shark. <laughs> you know, one of my favorite episodes actually was the episode where he gets busted. Because you got to see oh. all the troopers. You got the short troopers. You saw yep. K2SO. You saw all these little tidbits from Star Wars past in one episode. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. I am a tourist. I'm a tourist. <laughs> <laughs> and for a second, I thought that was K2SO when he popped up, but obviously. Yeah. Let's get those right. feels for it. So here's the Star Wars trend they're talking about that they think Andor 2 is going to be a victim of. Breaking continuity because okay. a canonization. They're saying that they had a one-shot comic book special back in the day after Rogue One where where Andor met K2SO for the first time. And they're saying because in season two, Gilroy confirmed that Alan Tudyk, Alex Tudyk's K2SO is going to appear. That's your favorite kind of guy, Tudyk. Ha <laughs> Uh, Dick. Anyhow, uh, 
he's saying they're 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 afraid that it's gonna break canon, uh, establish canon like Bad Batch did with Order sixty six, uh, that that broke canon from the Canaan comic book. Yeah, and how Tales of the Jedi broke some canon from the Ahsoka novel, and this that and the other. So, I to them I say, who cares? Like, just sit back and enjoy it. Stop being a whiny cunt. If it breaks canon, it breaks canon. I mean, there's a whole book called A Certain Point of View for a reason, right? Yeah. It's how you view things from a certain point of view. It could be one person's view. It could be another person's view. That's all they have to say, you know? I agree. Because it's basically, it's probably going to be almost the exact same thing of how he gets K2SO, just maybe a little uh, jazzed up for TV. Yeah. I'm whatever. I'm just happy they get together. fine with. Who do you think is a better duo? K2. <laughs> I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it. It's a running joke we have on the show, by the way. K2SO and Andor or Han and Chewie? It's Han and Chewie. K2 and, Han... K, K2SO and Andor or R2D2 and C3PO? Oh, man. I love K2SO, but it's a, it's, you've got to go classic characters, Thank man. You. Thank you. Thank you, Chris. I love you even more. <laughs> Fucking dumb, dumbass doctor over here fucking said that. K2SO and Andor is on the level of fucking Chewie and Han. There's only was... so much you could do with a non-talking carpet. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. really? You... Excuse me. How much have you done with non-talking carpet, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to grab my wife. I'm going to tell you how much I do with a non-talking carpet. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> over oh, and over again. Oh. <laughs> uh... So you're the psychopaths. Yes, we are. De- Diego Luna comes out and he says Andor season. Oh, he's three. gay. Nice. <laughs> See, actually, I'm here. I hear that he's going to get nominated for best actor for for Andor. So, I can see it. Yeah, Diego Diego Luna says Andor season two will change your feelings about Rogue One. Now, this is really interesting. What he says, he goes, that suicide mission in Rogue One. That's for her. Luna told Collider, that's for Marva. That's for his people, for his community. I love the arc Tony Gilroy has built and the arc that ends in Rogue One. Not in season two. I think it's going to be quite amazing to watch Rogue One after you see season two. I'll think, I think you will see a different film. For sure, you'll understand the character from a different perspective and you'll be with him in a different way. When I read that, I went... Hmm. What the fuck are they going to do in season two? They're, they're, they're covering four years in 12 episodes. They're doing three yeah. episode arcs, and each episode jumps a year in the time. Really? So, yeah. Each so, arc? Yeah, each arc is like, like a year after the prior arc. Okay. They, so they're going to cover four years in 12 episodes. How so, long does this, the first season, uh, take place? Takes in? place takes, I think it takes place within a year. Okay. So initially, it started five years before Rogue One. And Tony Gilroy says the last thing we're gonna see is Andor walking to meet the the, the spy he meets at, at Rogue One. Nice. So it's supposed to fit like a puzzle alley. piece. Okay. Uh, you know a thing or two about taking it in the back alley, Doc. So tell me, what, what do you fucking uh, what do you think about uh, Diego Luna's comment? He was all over your wife, remember? Yeah, I remember he was all over my wife. You're correct. He was. <laughs> I, was I was lucky enough, Chris, to get uh, tickets to see it, like um. A town hall with Sirius XM with Diego Luna and um, Felicity Jones right before Rogue One came out. Oh, that's dope. 
Yeah, so it was cool. And we took photos well, of them. Well, 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 Felicity Jones <laughs> gave me he the goes to hand. She was like, Jones, and she's like, get your fucking, your, your fanboy oh, hands yeah. off me. This is pre-COVID. Way pre-COVID, exactly. Uh-huh. And meanwhile, Doc looks over, Diego, Diego Luga is like all over his wife, tonguing her yes. down, saying, hello. <laughs> <laughs> I want to taste your taco. <laughs> <laughs> I was glad you said because you're Spanish. You can do it. <laughs> It's not racist when it comes from me. Do you have any green cards? Can we play Uno? I do that at work all the time. I'm like, hey guys, it's okay. My wife's Puerto Rican. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, you, Acolyte is coming out. And, I saw some photos. Oh, yes, we did. We're going to get into that. But real quick, Daphne Keene, who played X-23 in Logan, she was interviewed and she stated that, I mean, as you know, it's set 100 years before the prequel movies, and it's kind of an expla- explanation of how the Sith infiltrated the Jedi. It's a Sith-led story, which has never been done before. It's been really fun to film. The cast is amazing, and the director and crew are just lovely. The whole experience is wonderful, and I'm already excited for people to see it. So, she also stated in another interview, I can tease that it's a prequel. No, I mean, you know, it's set 100 years before the prequel movies and it's kind of an explanation of basically the same shit. So, yeah. Where's she been the last uh, seven years? I don't know, but she looks good now. She don't look like a little kid now. She looks like a yeah, young thank adult. God. Um, I'm interested because she said Sith, not Dark Side. So, are we going to get to see Darth Plagueis that may lead to Darth Sidious, a young Darth well, Sidious? It's a hundred years before, so how old is Dark Plagueis? You probably get some stuff before him, like maybe his master and stuff like that. Darth Tenebris, right? That was Tar- yeah, that was Sidious. That was Sidious. The Bith, right? He was the Bith. Yeah, the the Sith Bith. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> the Sith. Oh, it's, shout out to Holly Garland, our Sith, our Sithstress, the Sithstress. You saw her this weekend. Did you see her this weekend? Yeah, she gave me she gave me some Christmas presents. She gave me a Santa Claus ornament. That's frozen in carbonite. It's uh, really cool. Yeah, my kids popped for that. And she gave me a, a hand-painted ornament of uh, the X-Wing getting shot by uh, a, a TIE fighter. It was really, really cool. Nice. Yeah. So. Uh, I'm trying to look up the set photos right now. Yeah, the set photos were very interesting as well because I have a theory behind this. But let's look at the photos first. We can't show them on here because this is a visual. Yeah, uh, we have the, the the dude from Squid Games dressed as a Jedi. Uh, mm-hmm. Jung Jung Jae is a Jedi master. Um, then we have a young guy, a Padawan dude. Um, yeah. yeah, a little curly haired boy. Yeah, the young boy looks that like button. a little like a young MJF. Um, <laughs> then there's below that picture. There's a. It looks like it's Daphne Keene, but they're not sure if it is, and she has braids in her hair. The multicolored hair? Yeah. I, I don't know right, if that's her, to be honest. There. Then the, then we have a Zabrak, a female Zabrak. Mm-hmm. Um, then we have a Wookiee. Then we have the Wookiee. I, thought, I, I popped for the Wookiee. So yeah. did I. He looks like a hippie Wookiee, which is pretty cool. <laughs> With the big hair, the ponytail. His yeah. ponytail. And then we see the Amanda Stebler uh, character. So she looks like in one picture though she looks like she belongs in the color purple with her hair like that but and then we see some redheaded chick 
Um, I don't know who that is, but it looks like they have bows and arrows, which is interesting. So, well, well it is a hundred years ago, so yeah, they got to make it native. I mean, I'm I'm psyched, and I'm finding out this chick that's running the show. What's her name? Uh, Headland. Headland. She's a big Star Wars buff. You know, I, when it first came out, everyone just talked about her being uh, assistant to Weinstein. And that's what she was known for. But um, this is my theory. But 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 didn't she also say that she was trying to hire people who are not familiar with Star Wars so they can get a yes. fresh take or whatever it was? Yeah, makes a lot of fucking sense to me. That's fine. And to have someone at the helm who is all in on Star Wars, like Filoni mm-hmm. and Favreau. That's when you get the best Star Wars. So you have a fan making fan, you know, making Star Wars. I think that's best. I'm not getting someone who, uh, like Ryan Johnson, who was like, I don't care about all this stuff. This is what I. This is my film I'm making. You know. No, I get it. You're right. Yeah. You have to. You, you have to. You have to be true to the lore. You have to. You have to have a love for this. You can't just like go and like, I don't care about the Jedi or the Sith or whatever. I'm gonna make the movie that I want to make with these characters and not give a shit about who these characters are. Agreed. hundred percent agree. Um, I'm a little, uh, what's the right word? It's a little weird that this, this thing got leaked mm. because in the filming of Kenobi, we got maybe one picture, maybe two pictures of P of the characters in their robes. And people will be able to, Trying to dissect what kind of boots they were wearing to find out if they're imperial yeah. officers. You know, these are full fledged pictures from the fucking yeah, legit. Like, like no one's hiding, all oh, open. Yeah, like what gets me like what makes me go. Hmm. This is the Tom and Pammy Lee of leaks. Yeah, <laughs> it just it just okay. Here's a conspiracy theorist in me. Supposedly, this was supposed to be a Kathleen Kennedy project. Yeah. And we all hear that Kathleen Kennedy has lost a vast amount of power and she's exiting as soon as fucking Indy 5 drops. That's our swan song, right? Um, the new rumor is that she's out. She's done. She's They, they want to get rid of her. Uh, we, they haven't named a replacement of who's going to step in. It could be Favreau and Filoni. could be yeah. somebody totally different. Uh, I, I would be happy if it was George Lucas himself. I don't care. <laughs> um, but with all these changes in Disney right now, and her being out, there's rumors that Favreau and Filoni took over um, this show for certain episodes. And there's rumors that Favreau and Filoni are working, you know, burning the midnight oil, trying to make everything come into fruition, uh, especially with um, Skeleton Crew, because she had allegedly, she was going to be in charge of Skeleton Crew too, but people weren't happy with what she was doing with it. Yes. So my theory is she's the one who fucking leaked the pics. Oh, look at this guy over here. Because who has access on there to who's, and doesn't have to take their phone away? Einhorn is Finkel. Finkel is Einhorn. No, I'm being serious, <laughs> dude. Think about it. Yo, remember, remember what I told you about fucking star, about uh, uh, Luke Skywalker? And you were like, nah, it's crazy what you think. And I told him that they were hiding Luke Skywalker from Kathleen Kennedy. And that it was a surprise to everybody, right? Because it's oh, yeah, it was supposed to be Plo Koon. 
But they even mentioned it on making the, the gallery when they were when they were talking about it, how on the dailies they put a CGI Plo Koon hit yeah. on the and I go to them, who are the only ones who watch the dailies? The executive producers. Who's the executive producers? Fucking Kathleen Kennedy. So why were they hiding Plo Koon, Luke Skywalker from her on the dailies? If she you know, she didn't know. How was she if she knew it was Luke Skywalker from the beginning, then why would they why would they hide it? You know what I mean? It's not like they're transferring film. It's a fucking digital download from one one machine to another. So I go, something's fun. Something's not right there. And he's like, oh, you got a point. He doesn't want to admit it, though. <laughs> Prick. So I think, and I also think the reason why she hates Luke Skywalker so much is, and this is just a fun theory. This is great. That was when Luke Skywalker was in his heyday, she tried to put the moves on him and he shot him down. Or he did hit <laughs> it and then just quit it and never got a call back. You know what I mean? So she got pissed. So... I love yeah, the old, uh, I lost my hand inside you. <laughs> uh, well, that's the theory I'm going with for now on, you know? So, but uh, yeah, man. I mean, these are interesting picks. They look great. Uh, you and, can't even and, front. And going back to, like, what Skeleton Crew, I'm excited for something that has no connection to the, the wider Star Wars right now. Mm-hmm. Like, has no connection to, you know, the, the Skywalker saga, has no connection to... You know, uh, Rogue One or anything like that. Brand new story, set a hundred years before anything. Sith I'm driven. In. Give it to me. Yeah, man, Sith driven, bro. I mean, we haven't never seen that perspective. No in Star Wars before, which is interesting. Yeah, exactly. Because there's there's so much stories to tell. Of course, and we're and sticking, if, yeah, we're sticking with the same stuff. Constantly. And if it and if it's done correctly, it's going to be so over. Exactly. Exactly. And speaking of over, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we do a uh, segment on this show called Who is More Over? Now, if you're a first time listener, put down the Cheetos in your mom's basement. And I know you see what you're saying to yourself. Uh, that doesn't make any sense. It's not grammatically correct. You're right. It doesn't have to be grammatically correct because this is our show. And we incorporate professional wrestling with Star Wars. And what over means in wrestling is popular. So if you're a heel, which is the villain, and you're over with the fans, people will pay a lot of scuttle to see you come see you get your ass kicked. If you're a baby face, which you're, makes you the good guy, and you're over with the fans, people will, will pay a lot of scuttle to come see you kick the crap out of the villain. So what we do is we compare two aspects of Star Wars on the show. It could be a person, a place, or thing. Doesn't matter. But we see what's more over with you, the fans, all seven of you guys. Most importantly, we see what's more over with us. So, Doc, what's on the marquee? Okay, this week we're back. Last week we didn't have who's more over, or 10 days ago, whatever we're doing now. Um, and it was something that we mentioned on the show the other day. So, well, let me get to the uh, the Facebook page here. This week's who's more over. We're looking at which group do you think is more over? In one corner, the Crusher. No. Uh, we that have Crusher. We have from the planet Mandalore, the baddest, best guard bitches this side of Ochi Bastoon, the Mandalorians. Searching for more of our kind. 
Well, lucky we found you first. I've been quested to deliver this child. I was hoping that... Where did you get that armor? This armor has been in my family for three generations. You do not cover your face. You are not Mandalorian. He's one of them. Dink Ferrick. One of what? I am Bo-Katan of Clan Kreese. I was born on Mandalore and fought in the Purge. I am the last of my line. And you are a child of the Watch. The Watch? Children of the Watch are a cult of religious zealots that broke away from Mandalorian society. Their goal was to reestablish the ancient way. There is only one way. The way of the Mandalore. Versus, let me steal you from your parents and indoctrinate you into this crazy-ass religion where we're going <laughs> to teach you some fucking magic and hand you the most deadly weapon in the galaxy. The Jedi. These are your final steps, Ray. Rise and take them. Ray. 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 Bring back the balance, Ray, as I did. In the night, find the light, Ray. Every Jedi who ever lived lives in you. The Force surrounds you, Ray. Let it guide you. Feel the Force flowing through you, Ray. Let it lift you. Rise, Ray. We stand behind you, Ray. In the heart of a Jedi lies her strength. Ray, the Force will be with you. Always. To pop, Chris, Oof. we're going to talk about who's moreover between the Jedi's and the Mandalorians. It's, it's Jedi. Sorry, the Jedi. Okay. And the Mandalorian. No, Mandalorians. Right, what <laughs> the, the, the octopi. I chop your pee pee off. I chop off your pee pee. Your music! Got the music, baby! Got the music! By the power of Thor, it is clear you have become. Just another victim! Ha 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 Uh-oh. Indeed! Your voice almost matched that time. Uh, what, are the, what do the polls say, Doc? Hold on. Uh, hold on, yeah. The polls. I'm jumping on the polls right now. Here we go. Here's the comments. Uh, let's see. No exciting uh, comments from Chuchi Santiago over there. Here's another one. The polls say we have a dead heat on Facebook, 50-50, between the Mandos and the Jedis. We're going to go to Instagram, though. Wait a minute. We is... have seven fans. How's it 50-50? Does it make sense? <laughs> which is a little more um, heavily populated. Let's see here. Okay. Hopefully this week I remember to put it on there. I believe I did. Yes, I did. Uh, perfect. Okay. We got... Uh, dun, 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 dun. This is loading up. Oh, this is interesting. There is a clear winner. 55 to 45 percent 
the Jedi are more over. Interesting. Close. This is probably one of the closer battles we've had in who's more over for the fan vote. So do you want to go to the emails first? Do you want to go through around the, around the table first? Always, always, always the emails. Always the emails. Okay. So ladies and gentlemen, you guys can email us pertaining to this segment or anything in general regarding Star Wars. And the email address is newforceorder at yahoo.com. So our first email is from Adam James. He says, greetings, exalted ones. Still got to <laughs> watch the new Tales of the Jedi, is it? Sounds good, mostly. Anyway, I just wanted to chime in about a game. Spiro would dig this. Just bought an Oculus 2 from a friend. And as he upgraded to the MetaQuest, and of course bought Vader Immortal, only played it for an hour, then it died on me, but damn, it's pretty badass. Try not to pass out again, Pop. NFO for life, Pop. <laughs> Pop fell asleep right. a couple shows ago, just completely Fake out. News. And, I, and, I, and I finished the whole show with that. It was great. Fake <laughs> news. All right. Todd Santiago, Chuchi, who's more over? Well, hello, though, NFO and NFO Knights. NFO Whites, sorry. Been a while. Let's see. Jedis versus Mandalorians. Good matchup. Thank you, Alex Arroyo. Does anyone remember a Jedi Knight named Tar Vizsla? The first Mandalorian to be be a Jedi Knight and constructed Darksaber. He was around by 1050 BDY and the badass. Jedi have been around for longer and no Jedi has become a Mandalorian. Well, not yet. Maybe Grogu will. It's a difficult choice, but Mandalorians don't always stick to one belief and or code like the Jedi did. That hubris and failure to see past other things like attachments give Mandos upper hand in this one for me. Wow. Death Watch Clan, Clan Eldar, Clan Saxon. Well, you get the point. Mandalorians are more over for me in this battle. Plus weapons and armor jetpacks are always good thing and dope. Thank NFO and happy everything during these times. NFO for life. That was a good email, Chuchi. I guess you were sober when you wrote it. Thank God. It about time. It took him like three years to write a good fucking email. Scott Wood, and he didn't even ask us for prequels or sequels either, that one. Thank so, God. Yeah. Scott Wood- Woodford, who is more over? To me, The Mandalorian is more over because of the story, and they have a cowboy feel to the group, but with a samurai creed. All right, Scott, thank you very much for your email. First-time emailer, too, I believe, right? Yeah, yes, first-time emailer. All right, boys, let's go around the horn. Let's start with the Virgin. Come on, Chris. You go it's first. Jedi. It's Jedi. I mean... Why? Poor K. I'll go for it. So, uh, listen, I love Mandalorian. I love everything they're doing with it currently. But, and uh, yes, they both have had their hardships, obviously. They both had their orders basically destroyed. But for, for me, it's always been Jedi. It's, uh, it's what I've always wanted to be when I grew up. There's a lightsaber on my bedroom wall that I made in Galaxy's Edge. You know, uh, for me, it's 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 always been that that cool that samurai look. And I'm not, I don't need the robes or anything like that. I want that Luke Skywalker and like just pants and a t-shirt type of Jedi. You know, um, at the end of Revenge of the Sith. I'm sorry, um, Return of the Jedi. He's the yeah, he's the Casual Fridays Jedi. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> Casual Fridays Jedi. You know, uh, or how he looks in the comics with the the red uh, the yellow jacket and stuff like that give me give me those type of jedis or you know like kanan jarris where they don't need to look like 
you know, monks or whatever. Um, I do understand it's an indoctrinated religion, basically, and uh, most of you don't know, but I have no love for religion. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's in even if the, the Mandalorians are still indoctrinating motherfuckers too. Like, look at a uh, look at Din Djarin. can't even take his helmet off without being disowned. And I was, they're both culty. Yes. But uh, for me, it's the Jedi. They got the cool ass lightsabers. Okay, Doc. Uh, man, I mean, when you look at them on paper, like Chris just said, they both have a very, very similar feel to each other. They both have that, you know, Church of Scientology. We're gonna, <laughs> you know, we're gonna steal your daughters and your sons, and we're gonna, you know, do all these terrible things to them because uh, we need people for our cause. Um, which is kind of wild when you think about it. I mean, how many people are gonna give up your fucking kid to some random space wizard? Right. You know, the, you know, there's got to be some like compensation for some Jedi's who fuck some younglings yeah. back in the day or something. You know, <laughs> they went full priest on them. Um, it's um, I think that was Master Bader. Yeah, Master Bader, exactly. Pum pum. Dad jokes are heavy. So <laughs> the you know we we obviously know have known the Jedi longer. Um, though the the time that we known them, there was only a handful of them that we actually saw what they did. But their, you know, their magic and their weapons were always very, very uh, intriguing to everything. And then we get the Mandos, sometimes shiny, sometimes not shiny, mostly covered. So it adds to the mystique and the aura of all that um, that they have going on with them. If you look at their probably most prominent weapon versus the lightsaber, I would you got to say it's what? Dark saber? The jetpack. Right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Right. And what, th- th- think about two things you wanted as a fucking kid. Like, if you ask me, if I, if you ask ten year old Alex Arroyo, what do you want? I want a fucking jetpack and I want a fucking lightsaber. Like, two <laughs> fucking things. What I want to fly around, chop people's fucking heads off. So, I mean, are they uh, are they on equal playing ground? Well, probably not. But still, the jetpack is pretty awesome because you can fly. They fly now. They fly now. They fly now. I'll beat you to it. So. And just the cool mystique and aura of them. It's just, it's something that's special and that, that the Jedi don't have because they're not masked. Um, and I have a you know, particular love for, uh, you know, as you got your mall on there, baby. That's, <laughs> that was my second tattoo many, many moons ago. Um, it's a um, tough, tough decision. But if I had to get myself pinned down, I think just by the narrowest of margins and only because the weapon puts them over for me because I have to have to have to have one is the Jedi. Jedi. Interesting. Well, you, you can't be the tiebreaker now, Pop. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. I could be whatever fuck I want to be. Um, yeah, this is this, 2022. This... You can finally come out of the closet. <laughs> I'm Greek, but not that Greek. Uh, <laughs> you can chop your penis off and glue it to your forehead. Go for it. I have to go get it with my balls. It's in my wife's purse. Hold on. <laughs> Mine too. <laughs> uh, the joys of marriage. Anyway, um, that was an oxymoron. Uh, let's see. On one hand, you have the heart and soul of Star Wars, the Jedi. Uh, their whole lineage, their whole purpose, their whole aura is the reason why we have Star Wars. And what separates Star Wars 
from other sci-fi like Star Trek or fucking Buck Rogers or whatever else is the Force and them using the Force and lightsabers and all that jazz, uh, like Chris Feehan likes to say. Um, and we've seen our, our array of different Jedis from humans to humanoids to aliens to wise old wizards to little green Muppets and they're all awesome in their own way but then on the other side of the uh, spectrum you have a civilization based on the Greek Spartans the Mandalorians always gotta go back there it's the truth but it's the truth don't hate me because I'm dropping facts (laughs) and uh they are the coolest looking characters in all of fucking Star Wars. Chris said it before, 10 minutes of airtime, and this guy was more over than fucking Rover. And uh, just because of the way he looked. And we're talking about Boba Fett, who is a Mandalorian. Um, I don't care what people say. Um, but yet again, lightsabers. Do I want to dress like a Mandalorian or do I want to dress like a monk? I'd rather dress like a Mandalorian. Uh, would I like to be a Mandalorian merc or would I rather be in a Jedi Rebellion somewhere? I'd rather be a Mandalorian merc. But in my deep black heart, it will always be Jedi every day, all day and twice on Sundays because the Jedi are the fucking foundation that this whole entire IP mythology is built on, and you can't, you can't beat that. So for me, it's gonna oh, be Jedi. To steal a fucking catchphrase. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. You can't be that. But again, to me, the Mandalorians, man, they're up there. They're up there. The look, the fucking, the the, the aura, the the fact that they're based on the Spartans and the Greeks, just all that shit. This this was a tough one, and I'm I'm actually surprised after 170 something episodes we have not done this one yet. Yeah, well, we yeah. just did it now. So, Mandalorians are amazing. They're yeah, they're dope, and I think everything that Fabro has done with them, with uh, the Mandalorian, has really opened it up and has made it has made it more than just hey, look, there's Boba Fett. He's a Mandalorian. They made it so much more. Uh, of course, and it's. And that's what I liked about the show, too, because it gave us something more than just Jedi. And I, yep. I love I love exploring that aspect, because not everything is Jedi. Not everything should be Jedi. You have a whole universe that you could touch on. Yep. And I like, now we're doing the Rebellion. Now we have the Mandalorians. Uh, now we got some skeleton crew, whatever the fuck that is. Hello? It's gonna be it's gonna be old dirty bastard and the kids because Wu Tang love the kids. They did uh, love the kids. Wu Tang was for the children. That's it. Please calm down. The music and everything, everything. That, um, I went and bought me an outfit today that costed a lot of money today. You know what I mean? Because I figured that Wu Tang was gonna win. I don't know how y'all see it, but when it comes to the children, Wu Tang is for the children. We teach the children. You know what I mean? Puffy is good, but Wu-Tang is the best, okay? I want y'all to know that this is ODB and I love you all. Peace. And then uh, then we got the Sith coming up, too. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? So we're getting all these different perspectives, so that's a good point, Chris. Yeah. Um, the, uh, what was I going to say now? 
fuck. Uh, fucking CTE <laughs> kicked in. God damn it. Um, Make that joke way too often. Oh, <laughs> uh, we do. We, we do, but it's not, it's not, it's not a joke, unfortunately. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, oh, now I remember, I remember. But um, you into the comics, Chris? Do you read a lot of them? Uh, no, unfortunately, I don't. I sh- I was into them when they first when Marvel first bought them. Uh-huh. Uh, life just gets in the way, and I don't get often to the comic book shop as I would like to. Gotcha. All right. Well, couple things. I know Doc's like backed on comics big time because he has no time. He's too busy yeah. fucking. You know, I'm too busy. Yeah. Doc, Doc Hollywood, as they say in the business. You know, oh, you're Doc Kissing Hollywood? babies, kissing babies, getting awards. This is my life. Painting action figures. What are you painting today, Doc? I'm working still on my Lady Daredevil, which I finally said, fuck it. I'm was, it was that Elektra? Elektra as Daredevil? It was Elektra as Daredevil, correct, yes. You see the new version of Daredevil with his beard and his ninja outfit? It looks I badass. I see that. Yeah. It's pretty cool, yeah. Oh, I'm, my God. I'm, I'm also working on this guy, Papa, you will probably recognize. <sighs> It's, oh, it's, it's Cobra Commander. Yeah, it is battle armor. Yes. Oh, nice. I haven't done anything in so long due to the the getting ready for the kid and stuff like that. Chris, as um, you may not know, is also dabbles in the customizing. Oh, did you? Too. I did not know that, Chris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mostly just do the Star Wars stuff. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he he and I are in certain, you know, Star Wars Facebook groups that we that's share, right. share our stuff on. We share oh, our yeah? stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I can't sure each other. You guys show each other your sabers? Exactly. <laughs> nice. I can't remember the last thing I did. It's been that long. But I really want to make... Um, did you, Alex, did you play any of the games? I do, yes. Yeah, so I don't. There. I wish uh, I did, but I don't. Yeah. So, uh, Jero Tapal. I have a... He was he's, uh, he's Cal Kestis' master. God, oh, the black yeah. lady. <laughs> no, 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 no. The one before that. The big... The, uh, the Zabrak. No, he wasn't a Zabrak. He was like, uh, was it Zabrak? No, it wasn't yeah, a Zabrak. Zeb. Oh, he's like Zeb. But Zeb's not yeah, a Zabrak. Yeah, he's like Zeb. Are they called Zabraks? Oh, is it Maul's people called Zabraks? I believe so. Yeah, but Maul is Maul's a Zabrak. Oh, no, no, no. Maul's a Zabrak. Yeah, um, damn. Wait, what what's they? he called? Oh, uh, does it start with an M? Oh, oh careful. M, M, M. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Uh, oh, Lassat. He's a Lassat. Lassat. Yes, there we go. There the, vampire, the vampire Lassat. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he's a Lassat. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool. I remember that. I remember seeing him getting killed on the uh, on the, on the yeah uh, the trailer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, I have like the pieces for that. I just have to eventually put it together. So um, you do action figures or statues? Action figures. Action figure. Nice. Because I'm a huge uh, Black Series collector. Oh. I think I have, like, I probably almost all of them. Do you have the John Favreau one? I do. Damn it, I got two I of them. I'm trying to if sell it. He's, he's trying to load next... it on you. Yeah. <laughs> I always hold it for, for the closet next to the, the crib, I'd go grab it for you right now. Nice. I got two. Of, I, I bought two of them. I forgot I bought them. I pre-ordered <laughs> them. I'm thinking I'm going oh, to sell them, make some money. Those things got fucking sold out so quick. And yet, they made more. And now yeah. they're worth. Sh- and now I got two of them in a box sitting somewhere. And I'm like, God they'll, damn they'll it! Be- they'll eventually. Like I, I have the Filoni one. The oh, yeah? Lucas one is. Yeah, the Lucas one's really easy to get still. If you want the, the Lucas's uh, in a stormtrooper disguise. I want to get that actually. Yeah, you can still get it. Yep, there it is, right there. There it goes. Went on Black oh, Friday right. sale, pretty cheap. There he is. I wanted to get it. It was sold out when I went to go get it. 
It was like seventeen Amazon. bucks. You got yeah, you got on Amazon right now. So. Yeah, but you know what I've been buying? Hopefully, my kids won't listen to this one day. My youngest son got into the X Men '92 series. Nice. So for Chris, I told him there was action figures. He goes, oh, I'm gonna ask Santa for X Men figures. So I've been <laughs> I've been buying up fucking X Men '92 fucking Toy Biz figures all on nice. eBay for Christmas. And I'm like, I had this. I had this. I had yep. this one. I had this. motherfucker. I had all these. I'm spending all this money now. Like, <laughs> god damn it. That that's what I can't wait for when this kid gets older. You know, all the stuff to to play with, all the stuff to get him and shit like that. Last Christmas, I bought them. He got into He Man because I showed oh, him nice. He Man from like the the original because I bought them all on Blu-ray. And, yeah. I mean on DVD, and then um, fell in love with it. So I bought him with the old. I bought him uh, Castle Grayskull. I bought him Snake Mountain, all from the eighties. Nice. And I found good deals and on on uh, Facebook Marketplace and mm-hmm. eBay, and I bought them all the fucking figures. And we, now now there's a whole collection of them, and, and I'm like, it's fucking awesome. You know, we sit there, we play. I wish I had the space for everything I want. I got a man uh, cave down here in my basement, so yeah, we got fucking we're, plenty of shit. Yeah, we're looking at houses now, and I'm like, every house I look at, I'm like, is there a basement? <laughs> is there a basement? Where is where where at in Jersey or Staten Island? Where? No, actually, up in Carmel, Pennsylvania. No, no, um, up in Dutchess County. Oh, past Westchester. Yeah, interesting. Mm-hmm. Where's your brother living? My brother moved to Chicago. Did he? Yeah. What's he doing? Uh, he met a girl in Vegas. Um, Stripper. They've been they've been dating. No, no, she she lives in Chicago too. Um, they've been dating for over almost two years now. Uh huh. And uh, she has a, a son. He's five. And she was planning on moving here, but he was like, "You can't take this kid away from his father. His father's a good father." Yeah. You know. So he's like, "I'll I'll move out there." So he moved out wow. there a f- few months ago. Is he still wrestling? Uh, he wants to get back into it. Actually, he's now start training with um, uh, Gringo Loco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Mm-hmm. he's out in Chicago. Gotcha. So, so he's gonna start training out there because he, when the boys go for the AEW shows, he goes meet them, and they're like, "What the fuck are you doing? Why are you not doing this?" Yeah, like you'll be in a heartbeat, and he's like, eh, "I'm old, I have CTE, shit like that." But now he's in Chicago, he had nothing to do. So, <laughs> tell him so. not to get shot. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> no, they live in a nice part. They live in a nice part. Good, good, good. good. Uh, tell him to enjoy the Chicago pizza. Yeah, it's not pizza. It's lasagna. lasagna. Yeah, that's the lasagna. Is that what it's called? Is that is that what it's like? It's like lasagna. I mean, yeah. That's what it looks like to me. I haven't been. I never out there had yet. it. I never yeah. had it. So I haven't been out there yet. I plan on going hopefully uh, sometime next year. You know. Okay. Uh, next time you talk to him, tell him I saw it up. Yeah. I will. I will. I'll, I'll talk to him. Probably. I talk to him every day. So for us, for us listeners that don't know, Chris's brother is the professional wrestler, aka Jigsaw. That's right. We had a good match at Five Barrels, so. Yeah, I missed that place. I so miss wrestling. Everyone, wrestling sucks, but I mean, I mean, I mean it, it will always suck. But yeah, I, I miss Five Barrels too. Troy always talks about restarting, and unfortunately, gets sidelined and sidelined and sidelined. So. Yep. I keep saying I'm gonna start again. I gotta start training again. I gotta start training again. Uh, so I'm making my New Year's resolution to get back into it. Cool. Is yeah. there a place up? Is there a place up there? Uh, not that I know of yet, but I mean, I'll go to Creator Pro for now. I don't know. Uh, that's my plan, at least. Gotcha. I don't know. 
good place to go? It's a good place to go. I mean, until I find something up that way, if I there is anything up that way. How far are you from Connecticut? Uh, the stones throw like depends on where. Like Danbury is like right over the border. I think I think Randy. You remember Randy? Um, uh, he was he was like the the like the spirit the third spirit squad member on the Indies with Mondo and and, okay, and, yeah, and yeah, he, uh-huh. he has like a gym slash school wrestling school. Well, it's more of a gym, but it's like a wrestling school and a gym that he does with Bully Ray. Oh, nice. And I think it's in Connecticut. So. You might want to look into that. It might be close to the house. Yeah, yeah so. it might be close by. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get back to the Star Wars. All right. Oh, yeah. uh, so <laughs> in the comics, yeah, sidetrack. Uh, Emperor Palpatine destroys Darth Maul with one sentence. So in the first issue of Star Wars Hit Empire, Palpatine brutally dismantles Darth Maul's entire legacy. Sorry, Chris. <laughs> in one single sentence. And he says this to Kira. He goes, "He has a small penis." <laughs> <laughs> oh, he, he shouldn't. Ha- he shouldn't have any penis right now. Yeah, he shouldn't, right? <laughs> he got tie and tied. I tapped him off. <laughs> His penis is with Luke's hand. <laughs> <laughs> I think we know what the thumbnail is going to be for this fucking. <laughs> oh, exactly what I thought about. <laughs> a tattooed penis. Man. Oh, fuck. We're retarded. Uh, all right. So, Palpatine goes, Do you realize who you aligned yourself with? Maul's life was designed by one essential quality. He was not quite good enough. And that's it. So, <laughs> that's He's all I got. the man that he was before. <laughs> Oh God! So I can't, a little... I can't. I can't. Huh? <laughs> I'm fucking diapers, man. Come on, Carlito. I wasn't on. Put that shit in, bud. Look at Wayne. Wayne. This is how you beat your thirty years, no. huh? Piece of shit. Let me. I'll kill you. Push you in the what the fuck is going on, Galito? No, no. Wait a minute. Wait a fucking second. Now Wait a minute. You fucking... a fucking Chiba, man? No, I see. Let me You see. fucking rap, let man? Let me have a fucking kill him, man. What's up? Let me kill him, fuck Galito, man. Oh, let him fucking kill me. Fuck you. Kill me, motherfucker. Look what I got. Look what I got. I mean, look at me. You got everything, man. I mean, come on. Look what I got to fucking go around with. Fucking diapers, man. I got fucking diapers. I shit my pants every day. I can't walk. I can't hump. You know? Go ahead and kill me, you cocksucker. I haven't heard that in a long time. <laughs> um, also, in the comics, they explained uh, that how Night Sister's magic differs from Sith Force, uh, from the Sith Force powers in Star Wars. Um, this was interesting. Because I've always wondered what's up with the, the Night Sisters, because they don't really deep dive into them too much in the Clone Wars. I mean, they do on face value, but they don't like give like an origin story yeah. or anything like that. We just hear Mother Talzin, and then she's a badass. She's like the mm-hmm. Mae Young of fucking <laughs> Star Wars, you know? Uh, the Moolah. Um, yeah, is, she, okay. is she more like the Moolah? <laughs> the Moolah? <laughs> well, both the Sith and the Night Sisters tap into the Force to use their abilities, their powers. 
and how they manifest are notably distinguished. The Night Sisters used magic, a mystical discipline that was more primal and distinguished than those practiced by the Sith. Deeply rooted within the planet of Dathomir, Star Wars witches manipulated life, death, and nature in ways neither the Jedi or Sith fully understood. So, Doc, Doc, yes. this explains it. Our wives are Night Sisters. Making, I've known that for years. <laughs> making their sorcery highly co- uh, coveted and enigmatic. The witches of Dathomir don't believe in light or dark side of the Force, as Jedi and Sith see it. But as twin deities, Ashla and Bolgon, according to their writings in Star Wars Book of the Sith, unlike the Sith, they channel both dark and light without regard for good or evil and more sham- shamanistic approach to their sorcery. Spiritual in nature and occult in their practice, the Night Sisters have a unique connection to the Force and culture that separates them from Force sensitives. Unlike the Sith Force powers, the Night Sisters' matches, uh, magic tends to manifest through a spiritual mist known as the Ichor, I C H O R, the Ichor, which blurs the line between ether- uh, ethereal and physical worlds. Conjured through their goddesses, they can shape and transform Ikor into different objects, use it to induce trances and heal others. Also, among other curious abilities, the Night Sisters crafted unique totems, talismans that allowed them to transform into animals and channel their powers. Additionally, the Darth the Dothamirians, witches, also proved talented crafters of voodoo dolls which they use to torture enemies. Above all else, however, the Night Sisters' necromantic abilities for s- far surpass any Sith. Utilizing thinner barriers between the living and dead on Dathomir, the witches can summer up spirits of fallen warriors in time of emergency and even reanimate corpses as forced mummies to attack their enemies. While the Sith may have been a galactic threat. The Night Sisters were downright terrifying in what they can do. I thought that was pretty cool. Yep, I agree. All I saw uh, was a Star Wars zombie movie directed by fucking uh, Zack Snyder, starring Woody, Woody Harrison. Yeah, I'm, I'm in. Let's let's revamp and let's bring him back from fucking Solo, and let's go because right. he was awesome in Solo. He was awesome in Solo. So what do you guys think? That more though. What solo? Like solo. I wish they would have like done like it over a couple of years, like them doing heist together and shit, more than just yeah. one or two things. It was supposed to be a trilogy. Yeah. And because it did so poorly in the box office, they changed they changed course. But yeah. to me, I think the movies are fucking amazing. It's the second <laughs> best second best Star Wars movie in, in the Disney era, in my opinion. I like it more than Force Awakens. <laughs> No, Force Awakens. I love Force That's Awakens. That's fine. That's fine. I was reading an article. I didn't print up that said that the uh, the marketing for Force Awakens is what brought Star Wars back, not just the movie. That the marketing really, really got everyone psyched, and it oh, helped them. And and it kind of and even the marketing for Episode Eight kind of hindered Episode Eight because it got everyone so excited for Luke, and we yeah. got what we got. Yes, yeah, true. That is true. I couldn't even argue with that. I was like, "Fuck, this is a good. This is the guy. They got a point." Yeah. So, Doc, are you going on fucking Tinder for some Night Sisters? What are you doing? Uh, always. Um, I love me some some dark black magic. That's on, <laughs> that's on both sides of, of the spectrum. You come down, uh, you come over here to, to, 
to Long Island to go to the Taste of Honey with Bruno Marciano? Uh, I, if you say so, I don't know. I'm not familiar with e- with either of those those institutions, and that's my, <laughs> final, my final offer. <laughs> you don't remember Bruno Marciano, the wrestler from NYWC, Bruno? Uh, no, he looked I don't like think so. oh, he looked like, like Bruno San Martino, but he was shorter. <laughs> but his name was Bruno Marciano. That's even funnier. Uh, yeah, he was Italian, He's, and then reefer name. He goes, "You're Italian. You look like Bruno. Your name's gonna be Bruno Marciano." And it fucking it stuck, you know. So he was actually a really good worker too until he quit. He just got a real job and then decided not to do it anymore. So how is and, NYBC? I don't know. I haven't been there in a few months. So okay. Last time I was there, I was training. Good training session, but I haven't been on the show in a few months. I was booked elsewhere. In the last two months, uh, November, Shane was like, "Oh man, we got the card fully booked." Okay, yeah. and they got a show on the seventeenth, and I was I thought I was going to be on it. And I was talking to Shane this week. He's like, bro, give me the, 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 the you know, uh, we got into some some situation and finance finances aren't real good right now. He's I'm trying to hold off on on the uh, I'm paying the you know the big paydays. I'm like, all right, no worries. Thanks for telling me now. So, yeah, whatever. I mean, so, I, I remember that place just being like, oh, you're here. Don't I'll get you on. Yeah. Back to oh god. Mm-hmm. Now I think they cut it down from like 18 to about 12. But there's still okay. a lot of fucking matches. 18 fucking them. matches. No thanks. I don't get paid enough for that shit. No. <laughs> it's like a Frank Goodman show. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Doc, guess what? Uh, did I just make something? Yes. You just made the list. You just made the list. So we have a segment here, ladies and gentlemen, that we go over these lists that we find on the interwebs. And uh, we go through them. We go to see if the lists are full of shit, basura, scata, or they're actually pretty cool. Now, we're actually fucking two hours deep, so I don't know if you guys want to go through these lists or because it is getting late. It's almost one o'clock in the morning, and I didn't fall asleep, which is surprising. But um, I don't know. Doc, there what do you want to do? There are a lot of random lists here about Andor, which we're going to skip over completely. I'm going to go do the uh, Easter eggs in Andor. Which is a pretty fast one. So we've seen right. a bunch of Easter eggs in Andor already, and most of them was in Luthen's um, his little um, antiquity shop. We saw yeah. a Princess Amidala style headpiece. Mm-hmm. We saw some Mando armor. He has some Beskar on the back. We saw a Jedi Temple guard mask, which I pointed out. I saw that myself. Yeah. De Novo, which was pretty fucking awesome. <clears throat> the uh, Sankara stones from uh, the Indiana Jones um, um, movie, mm-hmm. Temple of Doom, were in the background as well, which was yeah. hilarious. Yeah, I love shit like that. Yeah, it's great. Sith Holocron. Starkiller's Dark Lord helmet, which was one of the biggest pops I got from Andor yep. so far. There was also a Wookiee helmet in the back over there. I guess one of the Wookiee War helmets from uh, the, the prequel trilogy. A Gungan shield. You could just throw that shit in the back in the clearance pit. <laughs> um, <laughs> the World Between Worlds tablet. Yeah, and there. Over there, yeah. Yep. And he had a few a few items encased in carbonite. Looked like some um Indiana some, uh, Jones whip. Yep, Indiana Jones whip was one of them. That's and, dope. I missed that one. Yep, and it was also um, looks like the um the fertility gods as well too, that were kind of stuck inside there. So there were a bunch of little Easter eggs in Andor, which I thought was a great place to dump them in and put them in there. Mm-hmm. They could pull from their archives. So does that mean Star Killers fucking canon now or what? That would be dope. That would be dope. Uh. They got to bring Sam though. Whitmore. They got to bring Sam Whitmore oh, to play him. The, you, you have to. Have to. And mm-hmm. would he place him, though? 
When did when did Vader have time to get a fucking to get apprentice? a fucking an apprentice and have all these clones? So I don't think you do the clones. I don't think you go that heavy in the lore. Okay. Uh, but if you do, I would do it after Obi Wan. You know, hmm. right before a New Hope. You think? Yeah, before a New Hope. You know, right right before a New Hope. The games that the games take place between the original trilogies, though, right? It does, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Which they never finished those games, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, I never then, played them, but I heard they were dope. They're so good. Uh, the second one's kind of short, but it led to the third one, which never got made because Disney bought Lucas and everything like that, and they scrapped it all. Gotcha. So, yeah. And then they started doing uh, Survivor, or uh, Fallen Order, and then Survivor. Gotcha. Which was good. I, all right. I, I love those games. Or I'll hopefully love Survivor. Yeah, I mean, I heard there's there was rumors of them doing a series for Calcastus after Survivor. They're definitely nice. doing a they're doing a book that ties into the game. Yeah, I know novel. that. Yeah, I mean, listen, they, the the kid's a major actor, so yeah, he was the greatest Joker on Gotham. He was, he was, he was the Joker's in Gotham. He was like both of them. Yeah, and then uh, he's on Shameless. Yeah, I never watched well, Shameless though. Neither neither have I, but everyone says it's really good. Yeah, it's a fucking shit show. I heard. Yeah. Uh, in a good way, though, not in a bad way. Okay. Next yeah, exactly. list The Mandalorian, top five questions ahead of season three. Let's see. Number five How would Din Jaren's appearance in the book of Boba Fett impact Mandalorian season three? Fuck, I got to read this whole thing now. <sighs> At the end of Mandalorian season two, did Jaren allowed and encourage Gro to go to Luke Skywalker to train with and become a Jedi? The notable task atop the Mandalorian recovering his helmet, showing his face to the child of. I don't want to fucking read. Sorry, guys. Yeah, Number four. That, that one's annoying, though. Keep going. Will the Mandalorian receive forgiveness for breaking the holy rule of taking his helmet off and re- re- revealing his face? It's, no shit. It's, it's got to go down that fucking pathway. Yeah. yeah. No, uh, he shouldn't get forgiveness. He shouldn't get forgiveness? No. Or he should? Why? He should not. Because it's only a small sect that should, says he should get forgiveness or is not a true Mandalorian. But Bo-Katan, them, they don't wear their mat. They don't wear the helmets. Oh, oh, oh yeah, I agree with you. Okay, I, th- I thought you were talking the other way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're 100% right. And, and it's I funny. Like... He has the dark saber. He's supposed to be the Mandalore. Why is he taking fucking advice from the chick? Exactly. Like, shut up Shut up and go make me a fucking sandwich and some armor. Be quiet. Exactly. I'm the ruler of Mandalore. I make the fucking rules. Uh, another question. Who will be showing up in season three? Get some water. No- number two. Hold on. What is the what is next for the child's journey into becoming a Jedi, which is very intriguing? Will Grogu show his true alliance to the light or the dark side? So those are the five questions. Need some dark Grogu in my life. What do you guys think? Uh I don't think he goes dark side, you know? No, I definitely uh, don't. I also don't think he goes full light side. He's gonna do you think be... he's gonna be a Mandalorian? You think he's gonna be the next Tarvisla? Or do you think uh I think so? I think he's gonna, you know. He's gonna get the dark saber eventually from Mando. Oh, baby so? dark saber! Mm-hmm. I always thought that uh, Boba Fett was gonna end up becoming the Mandalore. That was just my opinion because he does in the nah, book. I I think it's uh he's good where he is. You know, I think he, he he's where he wants to be for now. Boba Fett, yeah, for now. You know, yeah, we'll if see. you give me if you give me season two, give me crime, give me do some crimes. Yeah, commit some crime, Boba Fett. Be evil. Do some shit. Let's see some Dengar, some fucking Bosk. You know what I mean? 
that's what we saw. That's what people wanted to see. Hell yeah. They, did, they didn't fucking do that. But so, uh, anyway. Um, but you got Chris Anton, so I'll take I'll take that. Yeah, I'll over. take that. Oh yeah, I'll take that. definitely. And you got the twins. The twins were. I thought the twins were dope. I wanted more of them. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought they were gonna be like the true villains of it, but they were in two episodes. Like oh yeah, yeah. that was weird. They 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 shifted a lot when they came to yeah. the they quickly, the heels they quickly of the show. turned around and were like oh this planet's dead eh, the pikes have it whatever here here's a rancor <laughs> it was like they, WCW they blew the spot exactly exactly yep. it was weird anyway right, you guys want it. anything more to anything more to add I don't think the rest of the list kind of sucky yeah let's bring this bad boy home all right well Chris let them know where they can find you at. Uh, you could find me on Instagram at Murphy Wrestle. Same thing at Twitter at Murphy Wrestle, and uh, that's that's it. Those are the places you can find me. Doc, you can find me at Doctor D R underscore Destroyo D E S T R R O Y O on Instagram, Alex Royo M D on Twitter, and Alex Royo on the Face Bizzle. You can find me at Greek God Papadon on Twitter and on uh, Instagram and on Getter, even though I never go on fucking Getter. Um, Demetrius Papadon on Facebook. No, get her. <laughs> Same uh, thing. <laughs> Pop. <laughs> Demetrius Papadon on Facebook. Um, Creek Out Papadon is the YouTube channel. Go subscribe, hit the notification bell, like, comment, all that. Uh, Pro Wrestling Tees slash Creek Out Papadon. Go get your GGP t shirts. Uh, you can find all of us together at NFO underscore podcast on Twitter, New Force Order on Instagram, official New Force Order on Facebook, and the email address is newforceorder at yahoo.com. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for giving us your eyes and your time uh, and your ears, most importantly, because this is an audio podcast. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully, we did our job. We enlightened you. And uh, we entertained you. Because we have one rule here at the NFO. Uh, we want to get Star Wars more over with you. We don't want to get ourselves over on the expense of Star Wars. Thank you to our guest, Chris, for coming on tonight. Uh, you can come on whenever the fuck you want, dude. Seriously. Whenever you want to. The wife's yelling at you. No, we don't. Just hit us up. She's yeah, well, talking. I, you do She's talking Friday. to me again. I want to come on. <laughs> every, what is it, every Friday night? No, it's not. Uh, it, change, it changes. It changes. It changes. Because Doc has to do some life-saving bullshit and all this stuff. Yeah, all right. You know what? I deal with gas emergencies, all right? I deal with life-saving stuff. I don't know what you do. I, I work in finance and accounting. So I know you do. <laughs> it's fucking boring He, he, he well. was talking to me. I, I don't do anything special. Yeah. <laughs> I show up to work every day. That's all I do. I get yelled at mostly by people who can't stand me. Oh, I get yelled at a lot, too, for uh, shutting people's gas off. Are you, uh, are you talking about at home or at work, Doc? Both, unfortunately. Gotcha. (laughs) All right, ladies and gentlemen. uh, Thank you. This has been another fun edition, exciting edition of the Neo Force Order for life. And that's just too sweet. Wow. I got the arg in there. You scurvy dog. Henceforth, the time has come. Execute order N F O. We pillage, we plunder, we rifle and loot. Drink up, me hearties, yo ho! We kidnap and ravage and don't give a hoot. Drink up, me hearties, yo ho! Yo ho, yo ho! A pirate's life for me.
We extort, we pilfer, we filch and sack. Drink up, me hearties, yo ho. Marauding and bezel and even hijack. Drink up, me hearties, yo ho. Yo ho, yo ho, a pirate's life for me. We kindle and char, inflame and ignite. Drink up, me hearties, yo ho. We burn up the city, we're really a fright. Drink up, me hearties, yo ho. We're rascals, scoundrels, villains, and maids. Drink up, me hearties, yo ho. We're devils and black sheep, pretty bad eggs. Drink up, me hearties, yo ho. Yo ho, yo ho, a pirate's life for me. We're beggars and blighters and ne'er do well cats. Drink up, me hearties, yo ho. I bet we're loved by our mommies and dads. Drink up, me hearties, yo ho.